So this is conceptual and definitional, but important. I'm going to make six claims about representation as a foundational part of what media do in the world. Claim one, a representation is an image or sign that stands for, denotes or signifies something else. Crucially, representations are socially bound. The meanings that symbols carry can change over time or from place to place. Representation then is a social process. Representations and meanings are always bound to particular places, language groups and social contexts. They are always being produced within those contexts. Representation is the process of meanings being made over and over again, sometimes reinforced and sometimes changed. Two, representations construct reality as we know it. When we say that representation is a social process, we mean that reality as we understand it is socially constructed. That is, we come to know and understand the world via our social relationships with each other. Yes, there is a real world out there with trees and houses and cars and so on in it. And yes, there are real events that happen in the world, car crashes, fires, wars, and so on. But as humans, we can only understand what's going on in the world via our ability to exchange symbols. We understand the world. We apprehend reality through language. For us, there is no understanding of reality outside of representation, outside of the cultural practices we use to make sense of the world. The re part of representation is critically important. Literally, re-presentation. Representation is a process of re-presenting reality to others. And in a sense, persuading them that our view of reality is a sensible one. The way we present what is happening in the world depends on who is circulating representations. There is an important point here to be made about power. Who gets to narrate what is happening in the world gets to shape how the world is understood by others. We get embedded in systems of representation over time. When you are born, you can't speak. You get taught language, together with ideas, ways of life, the history of events that go with it, and so on. Over the course of your life, you will participate in mutating and changing some practices and meanings, and then you will hand them on. For example, you're probably part of a generation that will redefine what marriage is. For your grandparents, marriage was a union between a man and a woman, most probably a ritual managed and performed by a church. By the time you pass marriage on to your children, it could be any union between consenting adults, and it will be a ritual managed by the state and civil society. In this example, we can see how we mutate and pass on representations, and in doing so, change how real relationships in the world are understood and experienced. Three, representation is a system of signs and meanings. Representations only make sense in relation to other representations. There are two important observations to make here. Representation is intertextual. Texts reference each other in intricate ways, and we learn those relationships over time. Andy Warhol's famous pop art portraits of Campbell's soup cans make sense to us as art because of the way they refer to other representational texts, in this case the labels and advertisements of consumer culture. 
representations rely on marking out differences and relations between people, experiences and objects. Often our efforts to represent the world are efforts to say, this is what I am and this is what I am not. To describe what a father is, you'll need to describe what a mother and a child is. Often, our efforts to mark out who we are, our tastes, our political viewpoints, our preferences, depend on pointing out our differences, drawing boundaries around who we are different from, who and whose ways of life are the same as ours and whose are not. 4. Representations matter because they shape how we think about the world, which in turn shapes how we act in the world. Representations have significant affective dimensions too. They construct how we feel about the world. They anticipate, construct and amplify how we feel about things and other people. They reinforce or challenge our attitudes. They arouse our emotions, our fear, passions, anxieties. Representation is not simply a rational process of creating and circulating inert bits of information. 5. Many representation processes in the mass society are institutionalised and routine. Representations are made within institutions by specific people who follow procedures, practices, rituals and rules. 6. Some people have more power than others to shape representations. Who gets to make meaning is controlled by institutions. These social interactions unfold between people with different levels of access to economic, cultural and symbolic resources. Representations demarcate who is powerful, they set out the rules for everyday life, and they describe and judge practices and people.